Okay, then it's um, week 18 of the pod, week eight or nine of the NFL season. We've eight. just had week eight. We've just had week eight. Week nine's coming up. So it's week nine coming up. Adam, back for his third appearance. And Mark, Martin and Craig were away this week. God knows what they're doing. Um, apologies that this is a bit late. I'm currently stuck in Paris in a hotel room with a dodgy internet connection, bad earphones. Um, I'm holding my mic. I don't usually have to do that. Situation has not really lent itself to a good week. But, gents, we've made it. We've got together. How are you doing? Very, very well. Yeah, not bad, man. You? So you might have noticed there, that was uh, great, great internet quality there from Mark. Uh, as I said, um, <laughs> problems. Anyway, let's let's get on with it. Um, we're not going to keep you too long because, uh, you know, we're late and we're, we're not out. We're usually out by now. So Thursday night football's already happened. Who watched it? I, I watched it. Well, not live, but this morning, and it was it was not much of a a game, really. I didn't think. Only one team really showed up after well, a good looking opening drive by the Bucks, but that that was pretty much it for them. It just seemed all all Falcons from from that point onwards. So I only really watched the first half because I had to be up early. I'd done a sixteen hour day, and I literally couldn't keep my eyes awake. Tampa seemed like they were in it for a little while in the first half. Jameis Winston did some useful things. Mike Evans looked pretty good. Um, a real lack of a running game, though, that seemed to hamper them. And every time Atlanta got the ball, it seemed like they might score. Serious injury problems, obviously, for the Bucs um, at running back now. Um, when you've got Barbo, who's their main runner, uh, 11 attempts for 31 yards. Um, they've obviously, I think they're their top three running backs all out injured now. So they're, they're starting their fourth and fifth starting running backs. Um, yeah, they, they had no, no threat of a running game really. And yes, they looked in it to begin with. Um, but eventually the, the Atlanta offense kicked into gear and that was, that was all it needed really. They were, they were, it was sloppy first half, second half, it just went back I to would, the, I would say, I mean, the, if the Bucks looked in it, I didn't really believe it. It just, he just felt that even though the first drive or two, they looked pretty good moving the ball down the field that um, it was just going to get figured out. And Atlanta, as you say, Dougie looked like they were going to score every time they had the ball, which they, they did. I mean, there were a couple of field goals in the first half that they were kept to after turnovers. But after that, it was just only one result, really. I'm quite glad about it because I think that, that, that team needs a revamp. Um, I'm not sure the coach they've got there at the moment is doing them many favours at all, really. And they've got the makings of a, a quite decent team. They just need to be woken up by someone that's got a bit of something about them. I think it was just that all, all we've seen now is, you know, we know what the pattern is from an Atlanta perspective. Their offence is going to score a boatload of points. Matt Ryan is going to chuck a ton of yards to Julio Jones. They've got the two weapons, although though one was injured, um, that can run the ball and receive the ball. We know they're going to score a fuck ton of points. It's all about going forward for them as to whether their defense is going to be able to do enough to make them win games. I suspect against better teams down the stretch, that's where they're going to struggle. And as as for the Bucks, their problems on their defense, the running game, well, injuries, ridiculous injuries. You can't allow for that where you're talking about fourth, fifth choice running backs, etc. But have they got a franchise quarterback? There's a question. Seeing signs that they have, just give it, give him some support. Yeah, 
Uh, I'd agree with that. Uh, what that does lead nicely into, we're not going to talk too much about news and reviews and all that kind of stuff uh, this, w- this week. We're just going to do a very quick pod and we're going to start off our fantasy dream 11 this is this is an idea that i stole from our friends at the mall over podcast we're going to try and pick a team based on our opinion of players during our lifetime so in my case or or our viewing lifetime so in my case that goes back to about the mid 80s i guess i don't know about you boys how far back are you going yeah similar similar early early 90s maybe very early 90s yeah i mean early early memories of probably around 89 something like that yeah, right. not a million miles apart. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd I'd say I'm pretty similar to that. And um, I'll kick us off. And my my first nomination, and the guy that really can be the only nomination, and I guess you guys are going to say the same thing, is the man himself, Tom Brady. If there's been a better QB in our lifetime, I don't know who it is. Yeah, he's in my list. Um, what a, what a phenomenal talent. Um, there's a lot of accusations and we've made them on the podcast and well, certain people on the podcast have made them naming no names, Craig. Um, but he's obviously very good. He happens to have an amazing head coach. Um, but for someone who was picked so low in the draft, I, he's phenomenal. You can't argue with his record and the stats he's got. He's got to be in the, the conversation for the best ever in our lifetime. It's, he's not going to win favourite if we, if we were picking a favourite quarterback for me, but... It's hard to argue with anything that you just said. I mean, to be truthful, and this goes against everything I believe in, but he's he's pretty unlucky not to have more Super Bowl rings than he has, and and falls pretty good as a start. Um, I mean that you could you could give him one of those two two defeats to the Giants. So I would I would think if the rub of the green a bit more even, um, yeah, hard 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 to argue. But I mean. Uh, other names that we should certainly talk about um if, if only just to get some likable people into the discussion <laughs> I'll, I'll throw one out there. i'll throw one out there um joe montana kansas city chiefs greatest ever quarterback and he played <laughs> uh, a season and a half at the end of his career and is still by far and away our best ever quarterback um i don't i i never saw len dawson play so i can't comment on him but joe i'll, t- joe I'll tell montana. you what i'll tell I'll tell you what, his Chiefs legacy is there because I've watched the question of sport this week. And as usual, you get a couple of NFL players thrown in there on the, on the picture board. And the picture of Joe Montana that cropped up was uh, wearing the red number 19 shirt. And you don't see that too often. So where they, whether it was the most recent image on Google image search for the, uh, the team that put the quiz together or not, I don't know. But his Chiefs, Chiefs fame lives on. Yeah, the run the runner f- who whose whose job it is to research the pictures for question of sport obviously just went onto Google and typed in Joe Montana and that was the first one that came up and they probably have no idea still to this day who he is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I guarantee no. you nobody at the BBC watches American football. I guarantee it. The other one was a, a shot of the middle of his face of Peyton Manning. You know, again another, well, the, mid- the middle of his face. The middle of Peyton well, Manning's the fat- face. Well, the middle of Peyton Manning's face is the middle of his forehead, isn't it? <laughs> that sent a mass of the Peyton, Peyton Manning bonds. But he's a, he's another name we should discuss. No, 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 veto, Ooh. veto, veto. Dougie's a massive Peyton Manning fan. 
There's just no, it's not even a conversation. He's not getting a mention. As as the man with the mute button. (laughs) Okay, okay. I've got 13 names that I've, I've come up with that have played in the, the era that we're talking about. And they're a, a mixture of you know, one or two underachievers, maybe. Um, perhaps, yeah, a, a few that aren't going aren't to win. Um, but I, for names that I feel would be in the mix or certainly, certainly there to give you a chance to veto in, in Peyton Manning's case, because he was one of them. From, from my perspective, my favourite will, will always, be, always be Mr. Warren Moon. And I, I don't think he's a million miles away from from the likes of Montana Brady, but just perhaps not quite in the same league. I would totally agree if with that. Picking a favourite, he's mine. And another ex-chief, by the way. <laughs> so our second greatest ever QB. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you've had some top ones. We have, we have. Um, how, how ne- never in their Smith? prime, though. Never in their prime. Um, but we did. We, you know. I would I would agree with Ron Moon, and one of the greatest things ever was playing w- with the Houston Oilers on Madden '93 with with <laughs> Warren Moon. Yeah, just a just a joy, an absolute joy. Mark, you got any other names you want to throw out? Uh, well, th- I came up with three names when I was looking at this. One is a massive is a massive Homer choice because I think if you're talking about some of the greatest quarterbacks of my era, I can't look too much further than Jim Kelly. Um, created the K-Gun offense in the early 90s and in the, and then in the late 80s he was incredible five um five pro bowls that you know all the super bowls we won't talk about the results but an amazing quarterback but i think that the guy who i was was for me a clear number one of the quarterbacks in my lifetime i can't believe we've managed to get this far into chatting about the best quarterbacks of our lifetime and we haven't mentioned Troy Aikman yet um, is something I find hard to believe. The guy was incredible. Three Super Bowls, um, Super Bowl MVP, six Pro, six pro Bowls. Um, he was one of the most incredible NFL players I've ever seen. Thought he was a phenomenal quarterback. Admittedly, he had some amazing weapons around him, and he was complimented by Michael Irvin. But fantastic player. I think he is has to be one of the front runners in the conversation. Um, Jim Jim Kelly, who it, it seemed to me was up against the Houston Oilers every single every single season in the late eighties, early nineties, and we was as a team never seemed to to get the better of him. Um, the only time we had a massive lead in a game, um, the Buffalo Bills came back with Frank Reich just to uh, yeah. rub salt in the wounds. Um, but yeah, I mean, what what a what a guy! How he never wound up with a Super Bowl ring, I do not know. It's a travesty. One of the one of the players I'd like to mention, the thing that all these guys have talked about have got in common is that they they all had really good weapons around them. Um, you could argue that Tom Brady is a system quarterback and he's probably benefited from having the greatest head coach of all time behind him. Um, but someone who I think is worth a mention just, just um, in the way that he he's moved the, the way quarterbacks played is Mike Vick. When he first burst onto the scene... Controversial. Well, is is it controversial because he's not that great of a player or is it controversial because he like watching dogs eat each other? Because there's no arg- there is no argument that you can present that doesn't say that he changed the quarterback position. He was a genuine... I think you've got to... Move, he genuinely moved the game forward when he came on. 
that there have been a few like him in terms of showing brilliance for two or three years, and then, well, he had his own reasons for disappearing from the from the top level. But there have been plenty of others who've shown that kind of talent, and they're not not in not our life, not in 10, our lifetime, not in our lifetime. You could argue that Randall Cunningham had the same kind of effect, but I don't think it was as big, both socially and in terms of how it changed the game. Not not only changed the way the position was played, but changed how people viewed quarterbacks of that ilk. That running quarterback who also had a bit of an arm, but he was genuinely someone who affected the game for a number of years. And while you can while you can say that he might not have had the same effects on the game or, or the same ability as a Tom Brady or someone like that, you can't argue that he didn't change the game. And that's something that, you know, not many quarterbacks have done. I'm just throwing this question out there. As I'm, I'm looking at my list of 13 and there, I don't think there are any that are in that sort of mould, the the mould that had the, the feet. I mean, yeah, plenty of these guys could run, but not many of them. I'm looking, I could think of maybe Steve Young, who actually had serious wheels that made a difference. Um, but other than that, I mean, as, as you say, Mike Vick has set a trend. I mean, you've got all sorts of, all sorts of players of that style now. Um, how many of them will have a, a 10, 15 year career with that risk of injury from playing like that is another matter. As we've still, we've still not really seen that. Um, Cam, Cam Newton is, is a name that jumps out from the, from the current crop, but I mean, we, we'll see. Um, I, in, back when I when I was watching it in, in 2001, and when he first came out of college, I remember being more excited about watching Mike Vick than I'd been of watching many players for for quite a long time. But I think it was just because he was a quarterback that could run really fast, and I think that for, for me prevents him from being one of the top players. He had a decent arm, um, but he was he was a running quarterback and that's what they built that offense around. Um, he was, he was okay. He went to a few pro bowls because he was exciting rather than because he was um, successful necessarily. I think he's influential. Absolutely. And if this was a list of the most influential quarterbacks of our lifetime, then yeah, I would agree that he's in there, but in, in terms of best, not in the conversation for me. Uh, yeah, look, I'm not, I'm not comparing him to, to Brady or Manning or Montana or any of those guys. I'm just saying that in terms of how he affected the game, he's worthy of a mention in this list. There are many in, other... Influential, no doubt. An important quarterback, I think, is is probably a good word to use. Um, but I wouldn't, certainly not one of the... Not someone I would be looking to put in the best quarterback of my lifetime um, team, no. How about a name that we should we should probably talk about with Martin not being here and he would never forgive us if we, if we didn't mention um, the star of Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, Jim Carrey. Dan Marino. Oh, Jim sorry. Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that Dan Marino, you know, one of the most unlucky quarterbacks in the world ever, you know, probably had the ability to win Super Bowls, but see, I don't, he I don't... often didn't have weapons around him, did he? No, and and do you know what? I look back at the quarterbacks that I re- I remember do, having done a little bit of reading and and sort of looking back over the seasons that I've watched. I, I don't recall too many seminal Dan Marino moments. I mean, he had a lot of numbers and he had a lot of 
near misses, but can you honestly say, tell tell me the one play that that sticks out from from Dan Marino's career? I can't, I couldn't really put my finger on anything like that, and that sort of was what prevented me from mentioning it, the guy really. I think he probably peaked a little bit before the era that we're talking about, and that that might be the reason for that. I mean, they 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 made the Super Bowl in sort of earlier in the eighties. Um, with with Marino, so I, we, yeah, I've not seen him deep in the playoffs in in my watching era. No, and that, and that's what ultimately stopped me from mentioning him. He obviously you can't you can't argue with his body of work, but for me, there's there's more impressive specimens out there. So let's let's sort of wind this up. The first person into our fantasy dream team. At quarterback, is it a consensus? And I know Craig's going to do his nut about this, but that's the price you pay for not being here, Craig. It's Tom Brady, right? I'm not sure I'd put him number one. I, I can see why a lot of people would, but I'm not sure I would put him number one. I think there's there's other quarterbacks that are just better. I don't know. It's it's a, it's a difficult one because they're all bloody good. <laughs> and that's that's the point. So we've we've got to come up with we've got to come up with a with a guy. So. Who who would be your number one then, Mark? I I think just for what he achieved on the stage, he had to achieve it. I I think I would I plump for Trey Aikman as my number one, but I can see why a lot of people would um, would look at Brady. I'm going to go with Joe Montana. I, I, so we haven't got a consensus can, in the slightest, have we? We've no, got exactly I, the opposite. I just <laughs> <laughs> we're making this easy, aren't we? I think it's as soon as you start any discussion like this, you you end up at with this kind of with this kind of problem i mean there are too many names already been discussed there are other names that we haven't discussed i mean we, aaron Rodgers hasn't been mentioned um, and, and but, shouldn't be uh, maybe but we haven't discussed him um I, I just tom brady yes yes i just don't want to <laughs> i think when it comes down to it if i had to if i had to pick <laughs> between, that's fair enough i don't know between tom brady Donald Trump and the devil. I, d- I don't know which way I'd turn. In fact, all three of those are pretty good mates, aren't they? So, uh, yeah, all in. yeah, they are. We've got to come up with a name. Um, between the two of your of yours, Aikman and uh, I would pick Montana out of Aikman and, and, and Montana. I think I think uh, Aikman had Aikman had less of an impact. I don't I don't think if Aikman hadn't of or wasn't the quarterback, they probably wouldn't have had the success. I think they would have because of that Irving. Uh, but then you can say the same about Montana with Rice, but did he have a running back? It's difficult. Yeah, I think the, the, problem, with Joe Montana, the problem with Joe Montana for me is he's, he's got a lot of those weapons around him. And you look at who came in after him, Steve Young, who um, came in with the same weapons are just as well, if not better. Um, so that's that's what diminishes Joe Montana for me a little bit. Um, someone else has come in, has got very similar um, a similar record, looked just as good in that offense. Um, so is is Joe Montana that amazing? Um, well, you know, incredible quarterback. But okay, so, so here's what we're going to do, right? Aitman and Montana. Are we discounting Brady? Because Craig would not vote for Brady no matter what, and you two haven't. So that would. Rule Brady out, yeah. So we're ruling I Brady think if, out. If I'm if I'm honest with myself, it's because of the, my heart. Um, so read into that what you will. Okay. Well, look, 
let's think about this because we've got to pick the receivers and the running backs and the tight ends. What offense are we going to play? I think we go <laughs> three wide, uh, single back with a tight end, right? That's what we're going to do. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not going modern two tight ends, no. Okay, so three, you want you want or the, or the jumbo package, no receivers at all. If you're going to do that, yeah, then get those big tackles in. You need you need a QB. You need a QB who's got wheels. So let's go for Mike Vick. Done. No? Just me? We, we could be here for weeks. We could. <laughs> we, we, we genuinely do have to pick someone, though. So come on. I've got to be honest. Tom I, Brady. There you go. No, no. I've, 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 I'm going to be the bigger man about this. Tom Brady. Mark, can you relent? <sighs> yeah. I see. I'm sorry, the Craig. issue we've got here is that you've me. got we've got three AFC fans. I I like Tom Brady because I, secretly I like the Patriots a little bit. But Adam, you don't like the Patriots. Oh, is that a second team you support there, Doug? No, no, no. Hold on a second. No, 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 no. I've no. just it's been a sick a little team. bit. No, it's not a second team. Hold on. I like watching the Patriots because they play good football. You just said you like them a little bit. I like watching them a little okay. bit. I like watching them. I'll, I'll remind you of that. Remind me all you want, mate. I'm not. I'm not a turncoat. I'm a Chiefs fan. <laughs> if if the if the chief if if the chiefs aren't on, then I'll watch the Patriots quite happily. How can you not you like? Could, so, how can so, you, you could, so you could call them your second team. No, and I wouldn't. I would call them a team. Or I, if of the other thirty-one teams in the league, I had to watch any of them. It would be the Patriots. Everyone listening agrees with me. Uh, <laughs> if there was anyone listening, Mark, that'd be a that'd be a that'd be a good <laughs> that thing would to be say. A start, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, so, Brady's out. I would go with Montana over Montana and Aikman. Which one had the better wheels? Which one would help you out in a sticky situation? Because you need someone that's going to be able to get out pocket presence. I would say Montana. Neither had great Neither wheels. Neither are good, they? are they? Neither are good. So, maybe we do flip it on the head and just pick Aaron Rodgers. No. <laughs> we need to come up with a name because uh, we, we're going to be here all night. <laughs> um, well, the problem is it's difficult when like, all of our all the quarterbacks we're nominating um, are different people. The, the only consensus out of all of us that we've said is is Tom Brady. So maybe that's your answer. I think ultimately none of us want to pick Tom Brady, but all of us know that is the right answer. Just how 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 good he was. Yeah. Still is. Okay, there you go. It's settled. Tom Brady is the Long Snapper Podcast's fantasy QB. And that was painful. Congratulations, um, Tom, in your Uggs. Yeah. Like, I, I, I feel disgusting. He'll probably too. retire now. I'm going to tweet him direct and say, you are the official quarterback of the Long Snapper Podcast. And he's going to go, fuck it, I don't need another ring. I'm retiring. I'm out. Me and Giselle are going to the Caribbean. <laughs> Um, let's just have a quick look at the week's games before we get out of here. Uh, can the Browns snap their losing streak at well at home to the Cowboys? No, because they're no. Shit. Okay. Uh, what what we should say is uh, Martin won the gambling segment that we've been running all season so far, and we've come up with another thing. We're going to do a little accumulator. Each person is going to pick a game. We're going to all well, take it in turns, whatever, put the money on, and then it's going to roll over, and at the end of the season, we're going to divide the money up. So Martin's already picked the Cowboys at Browns as his pick. I think I'm taking the Chiefs at home against the Jaguars. So uh, that that's two nailed-on wins, isn't it? 
where can we find another nailed on victory to keep this accumulator going? Um, do you know, I was looking through the list earlier on. I think that there's not that many gimmies this week. There's quite a few ones that are tough to call. Unfortunately, from my perspective, I think you could probably look at Buffalo at the Seahawks. Um, you could look at Buffalo at the Seahawks as being a pretty safe, straightforward win for the Hawks this week. Um, injuries have hurt the Bills an awful lot, and I can't see them pulling off anything um, in Seattle. But other than that, with the way that teams are playing... I think there's a lot of teams that it's looking a bit iffy. Maybe the Packers at home to the Colts. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I'm looking. I'm looking at the schedule, and I, I, there are a few games where you you'd feel if the the other team was at home, it could be it could be more of a, a nailed on thing. But yeah, I, I like the Packers at home against the Colts is the one that sticks out for me as well. I also like the the Dolphins at home against the Jets. I just can't see the Jets winning that game. That's the type of game that the Dolphins going to lose, though, isn't it? That's just very, yeah, very so, so Miami. true. And it's also very Miami for JJ to get three yards and a fumble. <laughs> yeah. That would be yeah, old. That would be British, old. British JJ. Yeah, he's about. You, you can't, you can't say his name without uh, mentioning that the fact that he was uh, born in the UK. Yeah, and he's about point as, off for. He's about as English as sushi. Although listening to him, listening to him, him interviewed recently, he does sound more British than I was expecting him to. Um, he's been but, coached. Yeah. Oh, yeah, clearly. <laughs> Definitely been coached. It's a moneymaker. Uh, Saints at 49ers? Yeah, again, if the Saints were... Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd pick them all day long, but I'm, I'm, I just don't trust them. I just don't trust that defence. I'm, I'm calling a 49ers win there. I'm going to say it now. Is that, is that your pick for the accumulator of the week? Is that, are you going to pick that? Because we'll put that on the accumulator. No, no. I'm, I'm, uh, no, I'm not that confident. Um, I'm just a, that's a, just the sort of game that I could just. That is the one that turns a fifty quid accumulator into a two hundred quid accumulator, though. Okay, go on, do it. That's it. Well, that's my pick. The only person that will suffer if it goes wrong is you. So uh, you know, deal with it. Uh, <laughs> so Ad, Adam has Adam has confidently picked out the 49ers to beat the Saints. I've picked out was losing to the Chiefs. Martin's picked out Cowboys losing to the uh, beating the Browns. Mark, you picked the Bills to lose at the Seahawks. Well, the the game I'm actually that I thought because I, I think it'll be slightly longer odds um, is the Titans losing away at the Chargers. Um, I can I think the Chargers have been quietly, despite some of their early season troubles, have been quietly decent actually this year, and um, I can see them having enough to beat Tennessee. I'll tell you what. I frequently have a go at Sky for the games they the games they pick, and obviously it's a bit of a homer for me. But what a game to have chosen! Uh, that 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 to me is a fantastic matchup. Uh, I don't I don't know which way it's going to go, um, but I I can't wait for that. It depends like, which Mariota turns up. I think, and, and which Rivers turns up, which which yeah. which Chargers team turns up. Yeah. I think there'll be. I could see it being. Quite a high-scoring, exciting game. Absolutely. Right, we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, we've got we've got to mention Doug before we go. We sorry. have to mention probably probably the game. It's hard to call, but we can't talk about just about every other game and not mention what's arguably the game of the game of the week: Denver at Oakland. Um, two teams with the same record in the AFC, both looking um, both looking decent. The Raiders coming up with an amazing, um, amazing offensive performance, and Denver, the strong defense. I think this is probably going to be the most exciting game of the week. 
and finally a decent game in prime time. Yeah, about time. A decent game in prime time uh, with Trevor Simeon. I mean, come on, Trevor Simeon. Even his name's boring. Everything about <laughs> They've made him a captain this week, haven't oh, they? Oh, God. Can you imagine? Yeah, guys. Uh, let's play hard. I'll throw 145 <laughs> yards and a touchdown and not do anything exciting all day. Let's go, guys. <laughs> God. It's uncanny, is it here? He's like the human embodiment of a stroke. Has, has there ever been an exciting Trevor in any walk of life? No, you, Trevor well, Brooking? No. No. <laughs> Trevor McDonald's a great shout. Yeah, that is a good shout, actually. That is. Right, any other business, boys? Come on, because uh, I've got to edit this. Oh, I mean, a couple of things been been on my mind, but, I mean, this thing's never far from my mind, but we may have touched on this before. I think you have, Dougie, but 10 years of the international series we've now had. 10 years. NFL UK. Start treating us with the respect we deserve. I'm sick of yet another. You go to their website and it's just full of rookies guides to American football. You turn on and it's not it's probably not the BBC's fault. It's certainly not Nat Coombs' fault, who I think is terrific, by the way. Um, We don't we don't need the rules explained to us. There's Google. If you're new to the game, if 18 matches in London over the last 10 years hasn't pulled you in. There's Google. You can find out the rules. Just just give us the respect we deserve as fans. Watch the game if you're new to it. Google the rules. Come up with your own ideas. Agreed. Agreed. Um, that sound was my phone running out of battery and me trying to plug it in. It didn't work. Um, Mark. Um, so on a slightly different tone, mine is a is kicking off at um, the British press and specifically the Daily Mail. Um, if you are someone who writes for the Daily Mail, you are a fucking arsehole. If you read the Daily Mail, you are also an arsehole. Um, they ran a headline. Their front page of their newspaper a couple of days ago read as follows. Madness. As a Polish lorry driver is jailed for killing a family while on his phone, we catch 17 foreign truckers using their phones at 50 miles an hour. The law must be toughened. Fuck off, Daily Mail. You telling me that the only people in this country that drive trucks at over 50 miles an hour using a mobile phone are foreign. If you think that's true, you are a fucking arsehole. Piss off, stop inciting racial hatred, and just die as a newspaper, you bunch of... I saw the other day a British plate in Hertfordshire, driven by somebody who was playing Pokemon Go at the wheel. Wow. Yeah. So... Uh, just, read into just, that you will. just everyone just chill out. Just uh, if you don't like the Daily Mail, don't read it. You know what it is. You know what I mean? Just, I just uh, no no need to on the front page of a national newspaper that does for some stupid reason influence loads of people. No need for you know have a headline that says madness. Lorry driver jailed for killing family while on his phone. We catch seventeen truckers using their mobile phones at fifty miles an hour. No need for that to say foreign. The fact that they put foreign into it makes them assholes and they need to die. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 
Fine. My any other business this week? Tennis. <laughs> I just to this. I just don't get it. I, don't, I I just I just don't get it. Just uh, I don't get it. That's it. That's all I've got. I just don't get it. What is it about it, Dad? What What don't you get about it? Cause I, I quite like tennis. It's just, uh, it's just unbelievably dull. Um, just, just really dull. Really, 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 really dull. I think, I think next week's going to be the two hundred fiftieth Djokovic that, versus Murray matchup of the year. Something like that. Really. I, I, I'm going to be. I'm going to. I'm going to be at the O2 as well, and uh, I'm just glad I'm getting paid. That's all there is to that. <laughs> uh, on that bombshell, guys, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, my wife's just called. It's been a, tr- a trial getting this ready, and uh, hopefully, it doesn't sound too too cut together. But uh, we'll be back hopefully next week at our usual time with everybody present, and hopefully, we can get a good pod out to you all all seven or eight of you who listen um guys thank thanks for doing this i will be more energetic next week when i haven't watched 400 hours of tennis <laughs> <laughs> i'm feeling your pain yeah yeah <sighs> okay see you later lads